What is good, Divine Dolls? All right, I'm going to say this one is mostly, again, I think, um, for my Divine Dolls, but I know I have my Divine Masculines listening on some of the, the content. Um, yeah, this one should be, <laughs> it, it should be okay. Um, so the funny thing is, this is so kind of funny to me. Um, one of the podcasts I just uploaded about, one of my favorite content creators is talking about the same thing in terms of um, choosing who you pick your advice from. It's one of those things where I've noticed um, those people who are kind of like in alignment with certain energies. If you don't get it from me, you're going to get it from someone else. But I think even as I'm saying this, I'm actually um, just doing some baby wipes on my hand because I finished doing my hair, the lock method, and I wanted to come on here and clarify something and pull an oracle message. But as I'm um, starting to dry my hand off now, you know, um, it's so synchronistic with why I wanted to come on here and clarify something that I said in the previous podcast, which was I was talking and I said... I didn't have anybody to tell me that the relationship I was in was not healthy and blah, blah, blah. Correction. I want to correct some things and clarify, but I think that me clarifying it is going to help you understand where you are on your journey a little bit more because um, the relationship before that, um, I did reach out and I did talk to a, a masculine about what was going on with the relationship. And he told me, he's like, he don't like you. And I'm like, okay, bet. <laughs> right. Um, so when the second relationship, when the, the last relationship came around, I think that it, it's almost one of those things. I'm going to talk through the process because this is probably somebody, we do it all the time, but I think I want to bring these type of the thought processes that go in our mind to the surface. So, um, truth be told, cause the last two guys, they, they both, I would say cheated on me. Um, the first one that did, he, I think his whole thing was kind of like, well, we weren't in a relationship. Like, um, cause there's, there's nuances to what they'll tell you. Like, they'll say like, well, um, I didn't say I was going to be your boyfriend or like, he was one of those, like, I'm not going to go too far into the, to the content any more than I need to, but cause some of the stuff, like the cool thing is I kind of, kind of really forgetting him a little bit and it's, it's a, it's a cool place to be in. <laughs> um, and same thing with the, with the last one, but It's like, um, so I think with the second guy, I think the signs were there, but it's one of those things where you just go through life and I probably could have and should have just gone back to the same guy and he probably would have told me like, he don't like you. I don't like you. Right. But, um, but, but somewhere along the line, I came across the, twin flame journey. I kind of explained it to you guys. The way I came across the twin flame journey was, um, there was this one girl, she's really pretty. Her name is, I th- uh, if you follow her, her name is evolving spiritually. I remembered her name evolving spiritually. Her name is Kayla. And, um, I remember her hair was so pretty. Like 
I was just like, whatever. And then I started watching her stuff. And I remember a long story. I've shared it before, so I won't spend more than a minute on and explaining it. But I remember she was pulling cards and I really liked it because she was high vibrational. And But then she was talking about her twin and I thought it was so cool. I'm like, oh my gosh, she has a twin. And then, um, but then she said like they were a couple days apart. And then I was like, well, that's possible because I have a, a twin aunt and uncle, but they were born 12 hours apart. Like, so one was born on one day and one was born on the next day. So I just thought that maybe it was that type of a twin where it's paternal and they're born on two different days. And, um, so it was just, um, and so, but the way she, cause then like the more I kept watching her stuff, I was like, oh, she's a, one is a Libra and one, but they were both October. So I just figured it was like, oh, that is so cool. Like she's a twin and he was born on the cusp of one day, one month and she was born on the cusp of the next month. And maybe that's how they're twins and like, same like my aunt and my uncle. But then that's when I got introduced to twin flame relationships. Like, I know it sounds strange, right? And so then the thought process as I reflect moving back was, I think that that relationship, I, it was just, I at some points, if I'm going to be 100%, I wasn't too happy with it. But I did have so many other things going on. I was studying for my real estate license, obviously working, um, and... And, you know, just doing my regular things that are associated with being an adult, really, at that point. And um, so so I wasn't really addressing too many issues. But if I'm going to be honest, I wasn't too, too happy. I think that things were progressing. But I think that me falling into that, when she started to talk about the disorder and the chaos and the trauma and the holding on to things that no longer serve you and listening to the other people talk about it it kind of normalized it to me like oh and it sounds so stupid right now but that's kind of how it happened and I think one of the things I wanted to clarify was I was saying like, oh, there was no one there to really tell me, you know, that that wasn't healthy. I'm going to say that's false. I think that, like I said, with the first guy that cheated on me, I had asked a um, masculine for help and he told me, yeah, like, he don't like you. Uh, he's like, I'm really sorry to tell you this, but he doesn't like you. You know, if he really liked you, you would have, you know, he would have done all the things that I tell you guys. Like I remember on Valentine's day, I put a 30 second or like a one minute podcast. Basically I paid him for this, but it's kind of common sense. But, um, the one number one sign that he likes you is he, it will be clear. Like you won't have to ask, you won't have to, to guess. Um, you know what, let's have a little bit of fun with this. Cause there was this song I was listening to this morning and um i feel like this like if if your if your guy doesn't feel like this about you then he don't like you and i feel like if a guy doesn't if you don't feel like this about a girl then you don't like her um have some common distancy to at least sever the ties i have a, a podcast about conscious uncoupling um i got that that concept from, I think his name is Ja Sun. 
Um, and I did a podcast on that and I'm not going to go into all of it. But if you don't feel like this about your woman or he doesn't feel like this about you, then it's just not right. And then I'm going to pull an Oracle deck, but listen to this. <laughs> Here we go. Don't you ever feel sad leaning on me when times are bad. Take comes and you've been down. Trouble. You say, just hold, cause I'm coming. Oh, hold on. I know I'm killing it. He said, I'm your lover. If you ever get cold, I will be your cover. Don't worry, because I'm here. No need to suffer, because I'm here. And there's a part he says, I'm coming running. Because I'm coming. I'll be right next to you. Hold on. Reach out for me. Right? Call on me and I will give you a quick response. And it's like, they're not going to leave you on red. You know, um, and so what happened is when I was listening to that stuff, it's like, the best way I can explain it is you, it just became normal. Like, hearing other women say, well, I haven't heard from my divine masculine for three months. He's left me on red for a year. I'm still waiting for my divine masculine for eight years. Like I still remember when I, when I heard this woman talk about she was waiting for her divine masculine for eight years. Like the Virgo analyzer part of my head was like, Mm-mm. if you think you're gonna sit here and wait for eight years, no. <laughs> you know, and then there's a little bit of like, uh, you know. I t- a little bit of gaslighting. It's kind of like, well, you've never really loved this guy. If 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 you're not gonna wait, no, 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 no. I will say this. Like, I think that it's a little bit unfortunate because I need time to heal. But I think that the sooner I had found out about this, I think the less the the cut would have the the it, the cut wouldn't have been as deep, and. I could have started the healing process earlier, but it is what it is, right? But um, I'm, what I'm trying to, to drive home is what's going to be important for you is why are you gravitating to someone telling you that the ghosting is a part of a... So this is the thing. It's normal, but it's not healthy. And I think that if we're on the spiritual journey... There's, I don't see, and I'm just being so careful because I know I can be petty AF. I kind of low-key like that I'm becoming really, really petty. And and the Scorpio side of me is like that part where I'm not really going to sting you and be a bitch unless you come at me. So, um... I can say that the the gentle message is I understand that all of us have different needle charts. I actually, once I started to understand North Node and South Node, um, my South Node, I'm moving away from my South Node towards my my um, 
Virgo, right? But there are going to be people who are destined to go back to their exes and people who are going to want to practice, you know, cycles of um, being in each other's lives that way. So I think what's going to be important for you is for you to um, figure out, okay, this girl on this podcast is telling me I can analyze what track I'm on and kind of figure if I want to go down that path. Now you know what it is. Now there's someone telling you, hey, a quote unquote healthy relationship is one where there's healthy communication. They're not going to leave you on red. That is going to hus- that is going to wife you. That is going to take care of your kids and protect and provide. There are, in addition to me, other people who are going to be frank and tell you that those things are not healthy. There are going to be some of you who are going to gravitate to um, to continue to resonate with messages of waiting and long-suffering love and waiting for this person who left you for someone else. Because let's put this into context. The way I see it is, I don't know who came first, the chicken or the, the egg in terms of the last relationship. I don't know if the girlfriend that he he ended up proposing to her and at this point they're like happily married, like living their best lives. But wherever I came into the picture, when he saw and looked into her eyes is something that captivated him. And so far as to go down that path and to have sex with her and to decide this is who I want to marry and this is who I want to spend the rest of my life with. And the thought process and the intentionality that goes into you walking into a, having that thought process, this is my wife and going to the, to the, to the store and picking out a ring for her and, and um, proposing to her, right? That's his, that's his woman. So who am I to, to sit here on the sideline and do all this stuff and call her a karmic and call her a, a this and a third? I would never. The funny thing is, she is so pretty. And I definitely recognize her um, high priestess energy. We're both different divine feminines. I, I will give her this. I will even go so far as to say she is a divine feminine. Um, and she is definitely one of those entrepreneurial spirits and all of that, right? So, but why, what, what is it within us that makes us, you know, go through so many levels? Because I want us to also address, and I want to pull a card here, but let me start shuffling because I'm going to be pulling from the, um, true love reading card, true love, right? Not fake love. Um, Oh, kind of forgot what I was going to say there. Um, it's the year of the woman. And I really do have some issues with how we, we how we view women. I know it's still a problem because um, my niece, she was talking about she's on the basketball team. And when her team, the girls team came out, nobody was clapping, not even the other women. So by the time we're teenagers, like we don't give a F about other women's feelings. There is no girl on girl camaraderie. Like... So, but when the boys came out, the boys are cheering and the girls are cheering. So it's like, we don't even have loyalty among ourselves. I've talked about this too. I've been calling that, that the whole woman and woman 
um, having our backs is bullshit because I've experienced it in the workplace. Um, some of the meanest bosses I've had were women. Um, one of the, the people I had to deal with, there was also the component of racism. So it's like when even when you look at how other women deal with like the Brianna Taylor situation, it's like we need to fix those things. And I think that a lot of our undoing has to do with how we view even relationships. I have seen women be straight disrespectful to other women's husbands, like other women's, um, yeah, like other women's um, husbands, like really think that you can interfere with their relationship. I think that you see it a lot too when um, you have, you know, women who are, and but I'm guilty too, like I'm in the trenches with you too. Three of the four guys I dated, they all had a previous relationship and they all had daughters. But in hindsight, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't, the only person I would kind of gravitate towards, he would have to be um, widowed. He would have to be widowed. To me, if you didn't work out a relationship with someone you had a child with, then you and I will never, ever be on the same frequency. Does that mean I will probably die single, especially at this age? Yeah. But I think I'm okay with that. Like, I'm about to book a cruise. I'm about to book a year membership at my favorite spa resort. I am enjoying working out. I'm in getting ready to start looking for properties to for my next place. Um, I already kind of know. When I'm talking about the master bedroom has like two bathrooms and it has a his and her water closet is what they call it. And a his and her closet. But both of those closets are going to be mine. I'm going to have my own I did this at my other house that I was at, but like I had one whole room had all my winter stuff. And then my master bedroom closet had my summer and spring stuff. And then I would just switch them out. Oh, I already know like the neighborhood we're out. So looking for it, like, listen, I, I, I just, I can't, I'm not okay. Card that came out. Huh. Reparenting yourself. And the card right below it is compatibility. That's okay. Let's deal with that. Because um, part of the message that I'm talking about today is, um, remember I told you that I wanted to clarify, you know, why I gravitated to some messages and that there is an element in the spiritual community where we're kind of normalizing the ghosting and the orbiting and the, you know, um, non-commitment. Um, and so this message about reparenting yourself is about, you know, some of us have parents, like my parents were strict and even when I first started podcasting, I was so kind of like still salty and I felt like I had been sheltered from a lot of things. But even within the last year, I have an appreciation because now I understand some of the things that they were trying to protect me from. Right. Um, and so this is about you taking time out to parent yourself and say, what advice would you give to your younger self? What advice would you give to yourself about um, the relationships you were in and your career advice and how you make money? Because you could kind of hear the way I parented myself in reflecting about the how I came about the last relationship. I came to start to understand that, wait a minute, um, this is how 
you know, the best advice you can give yourself for your next relationship. Next relationship that comes around, you know, um, pay attention and pay attention to the advice that you're getting and gravitating towards. And is it healthy relationship, right? Um, and that means that sometimes you're going to have to be, um, you know, like, remember I was talking about how I really kind of felt some kind of way about my parents, but my parents were like, you're not going here. You're not going there. Da, da, da. And I told you how that, that guy told me, he's like, he don't like you. It's not always going to feel fun. Right. I think that sometimes when we think about our parents, depending on how strict they were, sometimes it can, you can feel a certain kind of way, but at the end of the day, guess what? Guess what? I'm grateful now because at the end of the day, and my nature, you know, sometimes, and I think as a child, they weren't able to explain everything to me, right? But now I now I understand it. So it's about being frank and honest with yourself. Um, I don't want to make this too long. Let me try to pull a little bit from the book and see what it says. But I hope that this really makes sense for, for somebody um, kind of pay attention to why you're gravitating to something that's telling you to go back to older love. Again, I understand, okay, from a 5D place that um, some of you really, it is in your chart for you to revisit old love. And some of you really are in this for the eight years before he comes around. And some of you are really here to show unconditional love. And, and but if you analyze it and you understand it and that is your path it's one thing I think that with me um I have to ask why did I gravitate towards that kind of that content I think that um I want to align myself more with the idea of new and fresh and healthy and commitment and companionship and um, decision making. And I talked in the previous podcast about how, you know, there are some of us who want the hunter warrior dynamic, the protector, the provider, the divine masculine that is um, going to show up as a husband and as a, as a father. Right. Um, so, and so that's my genre. If you're kind of falling more into the other category, I'm going to try to be so um, 5D with it, and and I I'm like low key judging and being a little petty, but I'm not your your girl if you're looking for that. Um, I'm more like gonna be putting us on track to look for new love, healthy love. Let's see what it says about reparenting. They have it in alphabetical order here, so 64. Let's just see how far we get with it, right? Oh, wow. It's not even that long. Okay. So it says some of the most difficult things to let go in life are the emotional hurt and disappointments from childhood, or I'm going to even say here from past relationships, right? From past relationships. Let's focus it on, on it from that end. It says as adults, these old wounds can block us and hold us back or cause us to repeat unhealthy patterns in our relationships. So this is a perfect, this time of being single is a time for you to reflect and Figure out where the unhealthy patterns are before we move to the next square. It says, naturally, we all know 
um, that it is impossible to go back and change what happened in the past. Maybe you have tried resolving the issue with the person or people concerned, and maybe you aren't even sure what it is that still weighs you down. Many people assume that childhood, or I'm going to say past relationship, wounds also arise after serious mistreatment, such as violence in the home. But the truth is that it often it's often the less dramatic things that leave the greatest impression. Something like a parent being stuck in a hospital on your birthday or a sibling who always did better at school than you. This card has come up for you today because your child aspect, right? And I think even child, but I think even in terms of naive, naivety, right? Um, I think that each of us should be on a trajectory where we are every day and everywhere becoming a better version of ourselves. If you are still the same exact person you were last year, it's a problem. If you are still the same exact person you were last week, it's a little bit of a problem, right? And so... To me, the message I'm pulling at it for this moment in time is when I was a child, I spoke as a child. And in, in those those relationships, that was now what, going on four years, I was still in a level of naivety. Now I'm becoming more of a woman. I'm becoming wiser, right? So that's kind of how I'm taking this message to, to mean. This card came up today because your child aspect, or I'm going to say naivety or level of consciousness, needs you to care for and reparent it now, even if you aren't aware of any specific experiences or hurt. Your child aspect is saying, I need you. Follow the steps of the simple exercise on the following page in order to enjoy a profound experience of healing and deep connection with this innocent and loving part of yourself. This will help you be more open to loving and being loved as an adult. Ooh, child. So I thought this was going to be short, but, um, oh my gosh. Yeah, this is, this is, ooh. I'm going to say what stuck out to me. It says, while hugging your child self, begin speaking with him or her in your mind or out loud if you prefer. Tell your child self that you are aware of him or her and that you can't change the past or make things different, but that there are going to, that things are going to improve from now on. Let him or her let them know that you are totally aware of your child self. Reassure your child self that as an adult, you are here to reparent him or her now and that you are here to protect, nurture, and love him. Love them moving forward. Keep talking to your child self in whatever way feels comforting and healing. Acknowledge that it's time to let go of the past and to move forward together. So I'm going to try to wrap up. I really, really hope I'm driving the home point, the point home. This message you're listening to right now is is a checkpoint for you. I've mentioned several important things, including, you know, what are you gravitating to? Um, understanding yourself and asking yourself why you're kind of gravitating to certain things. Um, understanding that there was a level of naivety, but I'm expecting you to grow and to ascend um, and this will give you clarity, I think, as we move forward. So I'm going to kind of just close out with this song. I love this song so much, y'all. I swear, like, I'm going to close out with this song the last three minutes. So let's go. And don't laugh at my singing because I sound better in the shower. 
Don't you ever feel sad? Lean on me when times are bad. And you've been down. He said, just hold on. Cause I'm coming. Just hold on. Cause I'm coming. Your lover. If you get cold, I will be your cover. Don't have to worry. Cause I'm here. No need to suffer. He ain't gonna bring suffering to you, baby. Just hold on. Cause I'm coming. Hold on. He said, I'll be running to you, right? You don't got to chase them. I love it. Distraction. I know what's singing is killing it. <laughs> Call my name now for a quick reaction. He's not going to leave you on red for more than 30 minutes, an hour, more than a day, okay? I love it. Now, don't you ever feel sad. Lean on me when times are bad. When day comes and you're feeling down, baby, in a river of trouble. <laughs> Just hold on. Cause I'm coming. Just hold on. Your divine masculine is going to show up for you. Or he should. Okay? Done. Cause I'm coming. Good night, y'all. Cause I'm 